Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Today is Monday, September 19th. Wow, we're just blowing through the year. Um, yes, we are. Of, we are, right? Um, so uh, just want to mention to everyone, we are, we are detached today, Eva and I, right? I am in the secure bunker and Eva is uh, out, you know, Kind I'm completely of, insecure. Completely right, kind insecure. of vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> but we'll we'll make sure that either that you're safe throughout. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Thank you. The mission of corporate talk, just to share, is to make a difference in our lives, our career, and also the world because everything is connected. Right, Eva. Yes, it is. It absolutely is connected. And we are all one. We are all one. Yes. So I will keep Uh, preaching that message because we are all one. um, We have the perfect guest uh, while we're waiting um, for her to dial in. Uh, And once once that happens, um, I'll explain why. Um, But in the meantime... You know, we've had some really cool guests in the past. We're really proud of the content we deliver. And, um, you know, you can always go to talkzone.com, hit the business page, find us, and check out any of our previous shows. And not only any of our previous shows, but some of the others from of some of the other great hosts that are out there, right? Um, so, Eva, I have to ask, um, is everything okay? Are you, are you have anything new that you may want to share? Um, everything is great. And yes, um, you know, the, uh, we do have free webinar Wednesdays. And so everyone can find us at charlieandeva.com and sign up for those there. We are talking about a lot of different topics. And this month's topic is overcoming resistance. And that's the last, mine are the last. Wednesday of the month, and yours are the second to last Monday of the month. Excellent. And I also, so you can sign up again at charlieandeva.com. You can get on the list, and then you can be a part of those. And also, I have my ongoing public speaking seminar. So if anyone is having any issues with speaking up or stepping into the spotlight, please reach out. I can definitely help with that. And I also wanted to let you know that Karen is on the line. Excellent. That, you know, I want to just say that, um, Eva, you know, you're a true warrior and hmm. your workshops of getting people to, um, step into the spotlight is allowing them to bring their greatness to the table that may have otherwise been suppressed. So in your way, you're changing the world, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, it is. It's definitely become my mission as someone that struggled with debilitating stage fright. Um, I know how tough it is it can be to step into the spotlight, but 
once you do it is absolutely life changing and I can help with that. So absolutely. Excellent. I mean, okay, so today's show, right? I mean, think about it. Uh, a lot of bad stuff out there. <laughs> um, it's always the case, right? And we need to keep going. We need to forge ahead. And, you know, I'm so proud today to have a show about hope and inspiration because that's really what empowers us to move forward, right? Um, mm-hmm. And our guest today... Uh, I don't know where it comes from, but it's in there. It's like Prego, right? It's in there. <laughs> so um, in there. we'll we'll let our guest today is Karen Newman, and um, she has inspired thousands and thousands of people um, with her story and athletic ability and her memoir and everything else and. I would rather Karen speak to it because I don't think I can do it as much justice. So I'm very proud to introduce our very special guest, Karen Newman. Karen, are you with us? Yes, I am. And what an honor and a privilege it is to be on this show with you, Charlie and Eva. You really touched me when I met you, and I can just see how you are helping so many people in this world. It just shines um, out of your eyes and into the world. So thank you for having me on. Oh, geez, thank you so much. Um, yes, thank and, you. You know, we didn't really know that much about you, Karen, and we're going to go into it, but there was something there was some sort of vibe there that was just like a light and inspiration, and it just just made me feel so good. And then when we started talking, I said, oh, this person is incredible. So please share with us, you know, your contact information and tell us about maybe as, as a start a little bit about your story. Okay, yes. Well, I have a website, and it's called The Karen Newman, so just T-H-E. Karen, which is K-A-R-E-N, Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N.com, and there's wonderful stories and media and just reviews that people uh, have written about how my stories or the book have impacted them, so I think that people will be really encouraged if they just go on and just read some of the wonderful stories that have been shared. It's like an emotional vitamin. That's how I see it, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So people just go on to be inspired, and I have a, a blog called Your Weekly Recharge, so um, it just in, just to inspire people. And I literally just got back from Cozumel, Mexico, um, and I was representing the United States at the Triathlon and Aquathon World Championships, and it was such a privilege and an honor. I carried the flag at Parade mm-hmm. of Nations, and as a cancer survivor who in May was diagnosed with metastatic stage 4 breast cancer and I was on a bedpan in the hospital and told that I probably wouldn't be walking until December um, to represent the United States and be able to put on my uniform and actually come in fourth in the world in the aquifer is just a testament to anything is possible. I want everyone out there to know that they can do anything. Miracles truly, truly do happen every single day. So that's <laughs> just a little bit of my story, just because it just happened. I have uh, chills, okay? So, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, from 
I don't even like to say it, right? Because it's such a down, downer. You went from stage four cancer in the hospital mm-hmm. to a world class triathlete representing the U.S. and actually holding the flag at an event and participating and coming in in the uh, fourth. I, I don't know what to say. It's a true miracle, right? It is a miracle, and I, I just want everyone to know that love wins that prayers work and that when we just put love out into the world and encourage one another, we really can do so much more than we think possible. So I want people to just dream their big dreams and not give up. They were put there for a reason. I don't believe anybody's dreams are put there to put them down. They're put there to help them keep reaching and uh, striving and and going for it and never giving up. And we together can love one another. I've been loved back to life, not only uh, from this this devastating news on Mother's Day, and I have three boys, so to have to tell them that I had to go through this journey again, um, devastating to um, then making the team and all this stuff. So people can love one another back to life. I I can assure you of that. And the words that we speak to each other are so incredibly powerful. Jeez. um, I I just want to just shut up and listen. I mean, because I'm just... I'm selfish, right? I'm soaking it all in because I agree. And that love is helping me, right? Because I feel it. Um, and and this is what we need today. Um, and it's not about being weak, right? Because you were out there doing some major damage on the, on the field. So good for you, right? So, um, so th- it means that, you know, you're strong, you're invincible. You can do what you believe you can do. Um, yes, you can, and you know, uh, and weakness. It, I've I found one thing that I've really learned is that if we can have the courage to be vulnerable, then we can have great freedom to be who we really are. And so, people might look at that word vulnerable and see weakness, but I see strength. And I thought for for my, part of my story for the listeners out there was. I'm a dietitian and a master's in clinical nutrition, and I was traveling around the country speaking about good nutrition. And all the while, for 25 years, I was suffering from an eating disorder, but I was terrified to tell anyone. Even my husband, my children, my friends, my family, nobody knew. So I lived with this this secret that, that stole so much of my life, and I thought that if I shared that or sought help or any of those things, that I would lose my husband, my children, my job, everything. And I want everyone to know out there that that is a lie, that when you can share the true struggles that you go through, love comes and heals, and and there's great freedom, and you don't lose anything. You gain everything. Jeez. Um, Wow. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where you found it, but you found it and it's a good thing, right? Um, you know, and so, and we want to go into, um, everything, but I want to ask first, um, so you have a weekly blog, you said, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's through your website. We can check that out. Yes. And that's the KarenNewman.com. And click on the blog. Now, the reason why I ask is um, 
let's see how I can explain it. So a songwriter, right? They write really good stuff, um, but maybe once in a while, right? Or only the, only the exceptions have the creative ability to continue to write. And a weekly inspirational blog, I, it, I don't know where it comes from, right? It's almost like a bottomless pit of inspiration is what I'm here sensing. Yeah. Well, you know, it, yes, I think that all of our lives, we all have a story. And during the week, I know that both, both of you have something exciting to share. And so it's just our lives are exciting. Our stories are amazing. I mean, it can be funny. I mean, I, I wrote a blog on He's So Friendly, which is about a dog that everybody says he's so friendly, but he comes out and eats you, basically. I mean, it can be anything. It can be... So many things, but, um, you know, a lot of them are really, really inspiring, but then there's also just funny stories, so I think people need laughter. That helps heal, too, so sharing funny stories, um, sharing inspirational stories, sharing love, sharing it all is is so important, and we all have a story to share, so I'm just out there sharing my stories, and, you know, obviously some are way better than others, but I'm just... Um, being vulnerable and, and sharing from my heart. That's um, that's incredible. I, you know, I have to ask, did did you find vulnerability from your illness? Uh, is that where all this came from? Yes, absolutely. So prior to my first diagnosis of stage three breast cancer, which was in 2008 on March 18th. I had been um, living for 25 years, uh, suffering first as a young child from anorexia, and then um, in college, I developed bulimia while I was going through my dietetic program. So, I mean, that is so shameful, and and shame Uh can cloak us. And, and totally change who we are. And I had heard words when I was young that really broke me. Um, I was teased and bullied. I was dyslexic, which is why it's a miracle that I, I can write and, and write a book. And God just blesses me when I write. So that's um, amazing. But when I finally, 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 and this is after I was diagnosed with cancer, when I finally had the courage to tell everybody the truth, it was life-changing, and the way it happened was I was invited to speak down in Texas at um, a luncheon called Frogs for the Cure at, uh, at Texas Christian University, and they were expecting um, me to come and talk about overcoming cancer and breaking a world record. Hmm. But as I slowed down on the plane, I thought, you know what? I, I just can't do this anymore. I have to tell the truth. I have to expose uh, what I've done so that other people can be healed. It was it, There wasn't even a choice. I just knew it. So then I just told everybody that I lived for 25 years as a dietitian and I suffered from an eating disorder. No one could believe it. I, I mean, I look like I'm fine, but I was not fine. It's sort of like... I, it's sort of like you um, came clean and sort of freed yourself with that, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, 
I don't yeah. mean to interrupt, but we yeah. are a little bit late on our first break. Um, oh. This is this is a riveting show. We have so much more to talk about, including your triathlon, your book, and everything else. So please, everyone, stay with us. Uh, Corporate Talk with Charlie Eva and special guest Karen Newman will be right back. Now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. We're into segment two with our amazing, amazing guest, Karen Newman. Karen is an inspirational speaker, world record-breaking triathlete, dietitian, author, and survivor of two life-threatening diseases. And you can learn more about Karen and sign up for her blog at the Karen Newman. Dot com website and it's n e w m a n Karen so uh, you know we could have gone on you know without the break but so I'm just amazed that you decided to come clean in such a public way in front of so many people and in some ways I'm sure that was freeing but tell us a little more about that like what happened when you were up there speaking I mean did you all of a sudden kind of have a moment like oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe that I'm revealing this, or did it just feel instantly freeing? No, I I was sick before. We were trying, you know, having lunch before I speak, and I thought, oh, my, am I really going to do this? And and as I stood up, I, I thought my knees would give out as I walked. But and when I stood up there, I looked out at over 400 people, and I just said, it's time. It's time mm-hmm. to to share my true story, and I shared it all, and you could hear a pin drop, and then over 400 people stood and and gave me the biggest standing ovation, and that that clapping went right into my soul, and just the last of the shackles that had been on me were freed, and then afterwards people came up to tell me their secrets, and I knew that that was their first step out of the darkness because secrets love the darkness. They flourish there. Hmm. We can't truly be healed until we can share with somebody we love or, you know, don't have to do it in a public forum like I did. But I just want to encourage anybody, you can get over anything. You really can. And um, just have the courage to to share your secret and, and step into your destiny. Well, you know, it's it's so powerful. People immediately feel the authenticity, and you reached out with your heart, and you hit you hit that audience right in the heart with it, right? I mean, they they felt it. They felt that this was real, that this was you, that you were sharing, and they just completely embraced you because what you did is you freed yourself and you freed them along with yourself, and that's just amazing. I mean, it's just a, 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 an amazing moment. And so when that was happening, was your, I missed, was your family in the audience then as well? Or then how did that come out to your family? Because I'm sure there must have been a part of your husband that thought there, you know, I knew something was up, but didn't know what it was. How did, how did that go? Well, yes, because I was in Texas, nobody, no, my family wasn't there or any of that. And when I came home and told my husband everything, 
I, you know, I just didn't know what his reaction would be, and he just um, just embraced me, and he's like, I love you. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you. And, and what a free moment that was. I mean, I just to gain everything and not lose everything, and that's available for each one of us. Each one of us, I promise you, there are people out there that love you and will love you back to life, whatever you are going through, whatever it is. And that's the other thing I learned was when I was diagnosed the first time in 2008 with cancer, I fully intended to drive myself to chemo. I was, you know, I never asked anybody for help or anything like that. Um, so my friends found out and they, they drove into my driveway and said, get in the car, you're not driving yourself to chemo. And I'm so grateful for that day because that was the first time that I opened my heart to receive like unconditional love. I thought that love was conditional and I learned through my friends and, and through this journey that you're unconditionally loved. We all are. We are all vital. Each and every one of us has a gift that nobody else has. We're, you know, just unique. God made us. We are vital. So we just need to have the courage to go out and share our gifts and, and realize how worthy and important we are in this world. Hmm. Well, and you're such a warrior, right? I mean, you were doing all this stuff and you know, under this whole veil of perfectionism. I mean, you were just out there doing it, and then here you were, you know, opening yourself up and letting everyone help you. But, you know, I'm also wondering, so you were going through chemo, but, I mean, all those years of being anorexic, all those years of being bulimic, and then having and then having the added stress of then having cancer, how were you then able to deal with all of it? Because... I know you freed yourself, but then you also then had to then turn around and, and deal with this issue. And how did how did that start to happen? Yeah, so, you know, it took five years from my diagnosis for me to tell the truth publicly. Just so you know, that was a five-year journey, um, and it didn't happen overnight at all. Um, but when about three days before the diagnosis of cancer, I had reached the worst day of my life, which is how my book starts, and it just grabs people because I just lay it on the line of what happened, and I had made myself sick eight times that day. You know, I was going around again lecturing. I mean, to be a dietitian, lecturing about wonderful, great food and have the taste of bile on your tongue is so... I cannot describe the shame that just clings to you. So I actually got on my knees at that point, and I hadn't really had that much of a relationship with God at that point. And I just prayed, like, Lord, just take me home. Please, I can't live like this anymore. I'm I'm lying to everyone. I'm living this secret life, and, and, and I just can't do it anymore. So three days later when I got this diagnosis, there was a part of me, that knew that this actually was a lifeline. And I know that sounds crazy, but there was a part of me that said, okay, I have to change. I cannot make myself sick. But words are powerful. Each and every day we all, we we, we speak like 65,000 words to ourselves every day. And I, a lot of them, were 
worth, you know, I, I grew up thinking I'm worthless, that I'm stupid, I'm dumb, uh, I'll never amount to anything, and I might as well kill myself. And those words were really powerful, but every day I would have to fight, like, do not make yourself sick. You cannot, you will die, and do you want that? And slowly but surely, I started to allow loving words, and that's why I think it's so important for us to speak love to one another. You know, this is a free gift that we have. Maybe we have a waiter and we're like, wow, he's really good, but we don't say anything to him. I encourage everybody to say, wow, thank you so much. You you did such a wonderful job for me. Or maybe there's somebody on the street. You know, you you really shine. Whatever it is, we have a gift of of pouring love out into the world, and, and, and it can literally change a life. There's a story of this boy... Um, in San Francisco, and he was going to kill himself, and he said, and left a note to his, his roommates, and said, if I'm going to go jump off the San Francisco Bridge, but if one person says hello, then I won't do it. And one hmm. person said hello. A hello could save a life. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's amazing, and it's, um, I guess, like, to your point, just throw it out there, just in case even. Right, because it's such a good thing to throw out there, right? Love and and yeah. positive things. Absolutely, and then and I always say to people like, what what words are you speaking to yourself? Are you speaking life, or you know, or or death? You know, are you saying I, I can do this? I I really can, or I'm never going to be able to do this. I won't win. I won't. I won't. You know. Um, that's so important too. What what are what are you telling yourself? Hmm. It, it can make all the difference. Yeah, that's one of the things Eva always preaches, right, Eva? Yeah, because I mean, it's one of those things that you think that you're sending love to the people around you, and and you are. But if you're not sending love to yourself as well, then there's it's not as it's not as good. I mean, you have to. We're all connected. We're all one. So whatever you do to yourself, you're doing to someone else. You have to make sure that you love yourself first. And you know, I say that as someone you know that, although not as dramatic, also had that horrible negative self talk and not talking well about myself. And then you think that you're sending out love to others, but you know, the reality is, if you're not loving yourself first, you don't even know how to love other people. Hmm. And it's so important to start with yourself first. Yes, it is. And, and, and it, it's life-changing. It allows us to really go for our dreams and stand up. And this time, you know, when they said, oh, you're, you know, you're probably not going to be able to walk until December. I was like, you know, I'm not listening to those negative words. Anything is possible. I said to myself all the time. I'm going to go to the World Championships. I called up the coach of Keaton USA, and I said, listen, here's the diagnosis. You know, can I come and keep my slot? And uh, Tim, of course, Karen, come. And then, you know, just being able to carry the flag and and get on my uniform, I couldn't even dress myself. So in May, I couldn't dress myself. In September, I'm carrying the United States flag and and, and racing for my country. And, And that was you know, lots of people praying for me and me, myself, saying, I am going to do this. I am. I am. And that's what everybody, I really, it's not to say that, you know, haven't had many struggles and wasn't able to do what Mm -hmm. I thought I could do, but um, we're capable of so much more, really and truly. 
There's one other thing I really wanted to share with your audience that I've been, you know, learning. And we have, you know, we can, we all have emotional or physical scars. And the scar on my chest from my mastectomy is, is very, very ugly. They, they had to do four different surgeries. They cut my pack. I mean, it, it just, mm. unfortunately, all sorts of things happen. And I, I always wondered, you know, Lord, why do I have to have such an ugly scar? It could just be like a nice scar. But I learned one day that we can learn to love our scars. We really and truly can. And I look at it now with love. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is, I have been through a lot and I am still standing and I am still courageous. And whether it was also the emotional scars in, in childhood, being bullied and teased, and I was like, that made me love people so much in such a way that, that I'm forever changed. So I have been saying that any scars that you have, emotional or physical, I just encourage you to look at them from a different perspective and see how it positively changed you. And, and that's very freeing, too. Hmm. Oh, that's absolutely, that's absolutely perfect and absolutely beautiful, Karen. So thank you. And we're going to go ahead and take our second break. Please stay with us, everyone. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our very special guest, Karen Newman. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, so we are back and we are getting inspired by uh, our wonderful guest, um, Karen Newman. And, you know, write this down thekarennewman.com, T H E K A R E N N E W M A N.com. Just go there. Um, Learn more about Karen. Check out her blog. Do whatever you need to do to um, get to the place that we need to get, right, and use our internal power, which is really cool. And I will tell you that um, what Karen's story is basically career independent, right? I mean, it happens to everyone in every um, profession, job, life, Right. We all struggle and um, we all need to go internal and um, help ourselves. And, you know, um, geez, I, I want to talk about just three words. But again, I have to ask, what's it like being a triathlete? <laughs> oh, my. You know, it's, uh, I think I was just born to be a triathlete. It, it, I love it. it my calling. My mom said when I was little, I jumped in my crib and I jumped out and fell on my head and started running. Like I just had to. 
you know, okay, so there's this thing that I go through, right, when I um, do my thing, uh, my um, my exercise, and it's sort of like a test. Can I do this? Is this okay? I still I still can do that. So I guess my question is, that was a good barometer for you. <laughs> You know, oh, I got this. Oh, yeah, I can go another 10 miles. This is unbelievable. It's almost like it must have been so empowering, right? Overcoming your illness and getting back on the on the field, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm so I'm grateful to the United States Triathlon Federation and all the people that have loved me and for putting on these amazing races. I have so many friends and it has really and truly helped me heal. And I think also because I was so strong, I mean, I had earned a slot to compete for the United States in uh, 2007, and then my, my race was in 2008, just three months after I had been diagnosed with cancer, and I was on chemotherapy, and I went to the World Championships and competed after my fourth chemotherapy, which, again, was just unheard of. Nobody thought that was possible, but it helped me stay strong. I was like, you know what? There are days, and anybody out there who has been on chemotherapy, there are days when you just want to lay in bed, and you're so sick, and you're so tired, that I would just somehow get my legs off that bed, somehow stand up and go, today you've got a swim, bike, run, you know, or something. You know, you talk about strength, right? I mean... It's yeah. huge. You're like the Hulk inside, you know? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm little, but we all have these, um, you know, I just changed from, from being defeated every every time. Yeah. Just speaking all those defeating words, just speaking encouraging words, and it's just amazing what, what we all can do. I mean, you've overcome, Charlie, so many things, and Eva, I'm so proud of you. I mean, isn't it amazing mm-hmm. how, you know, here you are talking about, um, getting up on the stage and you were afraid. I mean, I'm dyslexic. I'd be the last person that you would ever have picked to write a book. Um, but my book, Just Three Words, is helping heal thousands of people. And it wasn't really in my strength. God helps me write it. So often I feel like God recruits from the pit, not the pedestal. And I love that about him. Interesting. Okay, so um, tell us more about Just Three Words. And is that available through your website? Yes, um, it's on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. And yes, so if you go to my website, you, there is a link uh, to, to the book. And uh, what I've been amazed, the most amazing thing for me was receiving almost every single day texts or emails or something like that of people who've read the book and been totally changed. People who have quit their jobs because they were in a job they did not like and then having the courage to, to, to follow their dreams or other people who are going through cancer treatments who are now doing a triathlon or other people who've had addictions and secrets and are now in treatment and just, I can't even, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you the number of people that have written and said this is just one of the best books they've ever read. And I, I can accept that now because I know it wasn't in my strength that I wrote it. Um, and I'm just so grateful to be a conduit of love. That is my 
mission in life to be a conduit of love and an encourager for everybody out there who's ever been broken to help them rise up and for everyone who thinks they can't do it to know that they can. That's my you know, I love that uh, you describe it that way, right? And that kind of makes it easier to accept that people are being inspired, you know, that it's really, okay. you know, you were the conduit. Um, you know, I don't want to go off topic here, right? But I'm mm-hmm. sitting here feeling vulnerable, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, some of the things that I have a hard time getting past is, you know, why me? Why am I still here? I mean, I had some issues, right? I have overcome some. Um, and why am I still here? And so many great people have left us, right? So at what point can I take the reins and, you know, say this is why, right? And that's kind of what I struggle with as I age, right? Maybe it's fear of, you know, aging. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, well, that's that's a struggle sometimes. It absolutely is. And, you know, what? we will not have all the answers on this side of the kingdom is the way I feel. But right now, you're just, your show is giving out so many people and encouraging people. And just you honestly walking, walking. Your light is shining from you, and your smile is magnificent. And you're touching people even when you don't say a word. Just mm. people are like, wow, I mean, we feel energy from one another. And, and that can just be, um, make somebody so, so happy. But I know that when you share, when you say, you know what, I'm having a hard time, somebody will be like, gosh, I want to help. And when you allow another person to help you in your journey, to help you in your struggle, you're giving them a gift. Those people that took you to smoke, I thought that it was all about me. No, it was also about them. They received a gift knowing that they were doing something amazing in this world. So you, uh, anybody who's out there who needs help or can allow themselves to be vulnerable and allow another person to help, you're giving them a huge gift. So think about that the next time you um, want to keep something in or, or don't want to expose uh, a need. Remember that you're allowing another person to have a huge gift. And it feels no, th- yeah, uh, thank you so much. I mean, um, I always say to Eva that we get to cheat doing this show because yes. we get we get the full benefit of the guests and today is you know no exception and you know it's also important that uh, I represent the listeners as well right and mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I try to share some of um, what we all might be going through and and this is why you're here right and this is why just three words, should be on our lap, right? <laughs> As I say. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it will be such an encouragement to people. I know it will. I don't even need to. I, I know it. But I just know it. Um, yeah. Because it, 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 I just lay it all on the line, and I just encourage everybody else to to grow through all of the things that come our way, all the challenges, all the joys. We can uh, grow and and really become all who all that we are supposed to be. That's the truth. Um, yeah, no, this is uh, absolutely incredible, you know, and again, I I have to ask 
you know, when you cross the finish line, I get the sense that it was private. It was between you and God. Like, thank you. This is what I had for you. This is what, you know, this is really cool, you know, and I'm really grateful. This was really, you know, unbelievable. Um, it was. It was. I mean, just that morning, I'm probably going to cry because it was so amazing. Just that morning, putting on my uniform, knowing that four months before I could dress myself and walking down and meeting yeah. like 75 countries. And you know what? I decided I was going to get on the front line. <laughs> so I literally went up to the front and I just said, you know what? I'm starting up and I'm starting with the best in the world. And I did, and I just started running, and it was a whole prayer time. I was like, Lord, I can't believe I'm running, and I was running without pain. I mean, I had had radiation to my spine, and right now there's no tumor in my spine. There are tumors in my pelvis, but they're shrinking, and, um, you know, they're whole, so I have had a lot of pain, but there was not one ounce of pain. I ran with such joy. I dove into the water, and I was just swimming, and there's fish and Cozumel are beautiful, like, you know, purples and yellows, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. And then yeah. getting out of the water and running and, and crossing the finish line and then giving me a finishing medal, I, I was just crying. I was crying with such great joy and awe. Um, it's, it's almost like um, you took control of your body, gave it up, because maybe it would have been too much for the body to just run, do that event that faced value, but you had a secret weapon, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and that empowered you, which is incredible. I have to ask, I mean, uh, why triathlon? I mean, I love to run and I love to ride, but I don't swim. So um, I always we thought about yeah. We have a biathlon for you, a, a bike run. Yeah, bike um, run. Yeah. Well, for me, you know, it's interesting. Um, as a child, I would do swim-a-thons, so I would just swim, and they were for cancer, which is so interesting. And then my parents, you know, they had three children, and I wanted to um, be able to ride horses, so I would ride my bike over to the horse farm and shovel manure so that I could ride a horse for an hour, and then I'd ride my bike back. And then I, I, I just found the greatest joy in running. So I would race everybody, all the boys, all the girls. I was like, you want to race? So I was literally as a young child doing triathlon, but we didn't really have triathlon for girls. And so then um, when we finally had triathlons, um, it was just a hoop the way I, I did the triathlon. I just met a guy and he said, do you want to do a triathlon? And I said, sure. When is it? He's like, weeks. I said, well, I'm going to have a bike, and I haven't been swimming in about 10 years. <laughs> Jeez. Unbelievable. Um, you are you are my favorite CEO, right, of life, which is just incredible. Um, we have to take our final break. We're not done yet. Um, TheKarenNewman.com, just remember that. Uh, Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and Karen. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. 
contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Such a great show today. You know, as you would say, Charlie, this is definitely a vitamin for you and me and our listeners. I mean, it's just hearing your yes. story is just amazing. And I just want to let um, the listeners know the book is just three words, and it's available on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. And then also you can sign up for the blog, which is known as your weekly recharge at Karen's website, which is thekarenhuman.com, and that's N-E-W-M-A-N.com. And, you know, Karen, I love your whole message of, you know, gratitude and joy. And, you know, even though you've had these horrible struggles, it's still like every day you're finding the joy, you're finding the gratitude. And I'm wondering, you know, as you're speaking, there must be the time that, and, and I'm thinking about the listeners again, like Charlie was saying earlier, there must be the time when you run into the cynic, when someone says, well, it's just not that easy. And and have you run into someone like that? And if you have, what have you said to that person? Oh, I absolutely have. And I also share with these people that I'm not always a hundred percent up. I mean, when I was diagnosed with this second, um, you know, cancer, and you know, they said, and they literally say to you, just so you know, there's no cure, um, and we don't know how long you have to live, which is kind of like staring death in the face. I remember getting out of the hospital and laying down at a at a Bible study, it just happened to be, and they started off with a worship song. Your love never fails, never gives up, it never runs out on me. And I could not worship. Um, tears just poured out of my eyes in a puddle form around my head. And then a couple of my friends just got down on the floor with me because I couldn't stand or walk or any, you know, just take care of me. And they just, just said, we love you. And so for that person who you know, it's just like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm down, I'm this, I'm that. I just want to encourage them to, to hug somebody they love and, and to, to, to let another person come and help them and that they really and truly can get over it. They can get over it and to, to surround themselves with positive people that, that will pour life into them. You know, sometimes for me, it's it's reading some scriptures or reading a wonderful story or something that's encouraging to help me get out of my funk. But I always just say to them, reach out to those that love you and surround yourself with positive people because you can overcome. And it's okay. It's okay to be sad. We're human. 
it's okay. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love the message, too, of, you know, surround yourself. If, if in your family you're not getting the support, then surround yourself with people that will support. You know, read the scriptures, read your book, you know, log on to your website, get the blog. You know, just feel that inspiration and let it come to you, right? I mean, because because just like you said, I mean, you're not feeling it all the time. You had the other people to help lift you up in those times that you couldn't lift yourself up. Um, that is so true. You know what else can I share one more thing? Since I have been handing out affirmations to people. I just laminate them. And... You know, put them in a pocket. I sort of sneak them into people's bags or whatever, or stick it up. And it's so powerful, the words, like I was saying before. But even, they say that even surrounding yourself by, with positive affirmations, even if you don't feel it, it does chemically change yourself. So that's amazing to me. So even if you're not feeling it, you could just say, you are amazing. Just put it up there. And you know what? It changes something on the inside. Yeah, we've kind of heard that before, and I guess mm -hmm. you're just reinforcing it and proving that it's true and real, which is a good thing. It means that, you know, we have so much power to help just by mm -hmm. doing that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier about um, people writing to you after they read your wonderful book, Just Three Words, and, you know, quit their job to pursue a dream that they may have had. Um, and it works the same. I just want to share this, right? It works the same in reverse, right? People are inspired to stay where they're working and, you know, mm -hmm. embrace the love that's there and use their gifts to help others where they're working currently and encourages them to even stay. So, you know, you have no, I guess we don't know where the spirit's going to take us, right? That's what happens. And sometimes you're there. You're so important to stay there because you need to be that hope for other people. So it's really important for, you know, my, my stories, I need to pray and ask God, which way am I supposed to go? And not just, you know, willy nilly go here, here. And that, that's taken a Many, many years for me to really tune into those still small whispers and know which way to go. But if you're supposed to be where you are, you can be such a light and such hope, and you can bang it out of the ballpark right where you are. Absolutely. I like what you both are saying because it just reminds me of something from a long time ago. It's basically that I read. It's basically... You know, find the joy where you're at right now and then decide whether or not you you need to move because maybe it's just when you shift your own, your own inner feelings towards yourself and you start letting that love out, you may find that right where you're at is the perfect spot to be even. Absolutely. I mean, I say to people too a lot too, you know, the greatest trials and the greatest challenges that we have are some of our greatest opportunities to grow and transform. So maybe you're in a in a situation at work that's really challenging, but you're supposed to be there because you're growing, you're helping your company grow, and, you know, you'll look back years later and go, wow, I am so grateful for that that challenge or whatever it is because we, we have to look back sometimes to see all the blessings. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't want to make light of it, or we're getting all of this real great inspiration, um, but I'm sure it's a constant work in progress and constant challenge to stay above and maybe, you know, treading water is a good way to describe it, and you're just so good at it, right? So, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure it takes a lot of emotional support to stay in the spirit, so to speak. You know, and that it's just that, you know, the day-to-day finding the joy in every opportunity to finding the joy with, you know, with the people around us and, you know, finding the, finding the inspiration to, to be grateful. You know, every day it's about being grateful for what's in front of us, even if it's just that, you know, you were able to get up and take a shower just to be grateful for that or the feeling of the sheep around you being grateful for that. You know, it's just that day to day. Yeah. No, I, Um, I agree. Um, I agree. And it's just unbelievable. Again, I want to just share the website is the Karen Newman dot com t h e k a r e n n e w m a n uh dot com her book is just three words we kind of lost the connection with yeah, Karen yeah. oh you're back okay because oh, we are excellent uh we are out of time we want to just say before we go just three words to you and that you know we love you right yes yeah. um, well and- I love you too what a blessing it is to be on the show. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, are you running still? Oh, I'll always be running. I think as long as I possibly can, you know, yeah. I'll be running <laughs> with such joy. So I say the I, same I, thing. I agree. It's the greatest thing. And, uh, I'm really happy for you. Uh, thank you for the book. Thank you for your blogs. Thank you for being a conduit. And um, just please continue, right? I mean, we need you. Oh, and God bless you. Thank you, and we need you both, too. Thanks for all the great work that you're doing in this world and blessing so many people. You're the best. Excellent. Take care, and we'll be thinking about you, and, you know, we'll hopefully uh, meet again. So thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. Thanks. Bye. Okay, E, wrap us up. Yeah, so again, it's thekarennewman.com is the website, and the book is just three words. You can get that at Amazon. And thanks again, everyone. Oh, what a terrific show, right, Joe? Oh, uh, I have chills. Uh, I'm enlightened. This was this was one of my favorites, and I'm just grateful to have met Karen. Yeah, I am too. So have a great and inspiring week, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>